Hello, this is Pastor Jay. I'm excited to invite you to come over to listen to our broadcast on YouTube. Yes, Walk in True Christian Fellowship Church on YouTube. We have some great videos over there and you'll be able to listen to all the lessons and the podcast. So again, subscribe, like, and continue to comment and listen. This is Pastor Jay. Talk to you later. Peace. God bless you and welcome to Walk in Truth Christian Fellowship Church broadcast. We appreciate and welcome all of you, our listeners around the world. Stay tuned to hear an exciting word from the Lord. confirmation that not only in numbers but in Nehemiah exactly what happened okay so what I showed you before was how it looked before Moses and numbers in 21 right yeah remember what I just saw yeah so now do y'all see the difference one second I, I mean, well, where was Og before? Where was who? Was it at the bottom? I don't know. I can't. No, it's right there. Hold on. This is the conquest. Hold up. Yeah, I mean, um, this is, hold on. Okay, do y'all remember this one? I just showed it to you. Where is Sai Hop? the orange one. On the bottom, right? Okay, I see it. Yes, Look, I can't make it no bigger than this. I see it. Okay, where's Or? OG. Ah. Up at the top. Yep, up at the top. Okay, so y'all see where those two places are? Okay, let's go to the new map. What's the difference? Oh, that that area is pink, so I can't hardly see it. But yeah. So where Israel yeah, is now? Yeah. What was it called before? Oh, Ah and Sinai. Yes. Yeah. So now this is at this is during Numbers twenty-one. Do y'all see the difference? Yeah, because that area is now. Correct. So the land that Or, I mean Ah, sorry. Ah. Ah, and Sahab now is now whose land? Israel's. Israel's, right. That whole pink land right there. Belongs to Israel. It belongs to Israel. Does everybody see it now? Yeah. Let me go back to the other one so you can see it. Yeah. Yeah, see the difference now? Yeah. So you still have the Emirates on top, but Org, I'm mean, Ah, I don't know why I want to call it Org. Ah and Sinhag are now 
Israel's territory during the time of Moses. Now read uh, Joshua 12, um, 1 through 6. Okay. Now these are the kings of the land whom the sons of Israel defeated and whose land they possessed beyond the Jordan toward the sunrise from the valley of the Arnon as far as Mount Hermon and all the Arabah to the east. Sihon, king of the Amorites, who lived in Heshbon and ruled from Aror, which is on the edge of the valley of the Arnon, both the middle of the valley and half of Gilead, even as far as the brook of Jabbok, the border of the sons of the Amnon, and the Arabah, as far as the sea of Chinnaroth, towards the east, and as far as the Sea of the Arabah, even the Salt Sea, eastward toward Beth Jeshemoth, and on the south, <coughs> at the foot of the slope of Pigsah, and the territory of Og, king of Bashan, one of the remnant of Rephaim, who lived at Ashtaroth, and at Edri, and ruled over Mount Hermon, and Selica, and all Bashan, as far as the border of the Gersherites and the Maccabites, and half of Gilead, as far as the border of Sihon, king of Heshbon. Moses, the servant of the Lord, and the sons of Israel defeated them. And Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave it to the Reubenites and the Gadites and half the tribe of Manasseh as a possession. So the Israel part that we see in pink is all that description on 12, 1 through 6. Mm -hmm. Now you see why I need the maps because that's a lot of ites and stuff like that. And so who did they give that um, possession of the land to? To so the Reubenites, the Gadites, and half the tribe of Manasseh. Okay. Every, uh -huh. So everybody see what they're talking about. Let me make it bigger. Everybody see what I'm talking about? <clears throat> That's all. All of this pink. So now they y'all see on the side who they surrounded by. Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Jebusites, right? Yeah. And so y'all see that that's where Israel was, um, they was given by Moses. So you see Gilgal there, you see Ai, you see Jericho, you see Gibeon, you see Gath, you see all those places that we just talked about before in, in, in Joshua, right? So now, whoo, Jesus, um, do verse 7. Now these are the kings of the land whom Joshua and the sons of Israel defeated beyond the Jordan toward the west, from Baal Gad and the valley of Lebanon, even as far as Mount Halak, which rises toward Seir. And Joshua gave it to the tribes of Israel as a possession according to their divisions. Okay, so we first have Jericho, right? Which chapter did he um, did God defeat them in um, Jericho, in Joshua? Was that three, two, or three? 
Yeah. So in, in chapter three, that's where he defeated I, 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 I Six, correct. Even, I don't even I'm doing I'm doing this on purpose. To avoid a quiz and to see to the retain what we know. Okay. I just don't remember the chapter number, so it, but it's more than one Nancy in here. So um it's more than Nancy in here. And chapter six is when they defeated Jericho. That's why I gave y'all that chart so you can write it down. What um, read the next verse for me. Eight. In the hill country, in the lowland, in the Arabah, on the slopes and in the wilderness, and in the Negev. The Hittite, the Amorite, and the Canaanite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. So these are the people that we, we know that God said that they're going to be conquered, right? So this is the conquest according to Jericho. I mean, uh, Joshua. I'm going to make this a little bigger so y'all can see that. All right. Go ahead and go to 9. That's where I'm gonna be at. Mm -hmm. Okay, the king of oh, the king of Jericho, chapter six. Go ahead. The king of Ai. What chapter did we do that? Seven. We sure? Eight. Cause seven, they got what happened to them in seven? Oh, they got beat up. Mm hmm Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. The king of Jericho won. The king of Ai, which is beside Bethel, won. The king of Jerusalem won. Okay. The king of Hebron won. Okay, so what chapter was Jerusalem Hebron? The king of yeah. Jerusalem and the king of Hebron? They combined for real. Oh. Oh. It's the it's the two kings, but we talked about it in one chapter. And Lloyd was correct, it's in chapter 10, 10 and 1. Go ahead. Oh shit. Eleven. I'm sorry. Okay, the king of Jarmuth. King of Jarmuth, they, we talk about that. Go, keep on. One, the king of Lachish, one. So that both of um, Jarmuth and Lachish happens in chapter 10, verse 3. The king of Eglon, one. Chapter 10, verse 3. The king of Gezer, one. Chapter 10, verse 33. The king of Debir, <coughs> one. Keep on. The king of Geder, one. That's 10 and 3. The king of Hormah, one. Uh -huh, keep going. The king of Arad, one. Okay, let's go to Numbers 14 and 45. Numbers 14. Okay. Did you say 35? 45. Numbers 45. Mm -hmm. Then the Amalekites and the Canaanites who lived in that hill country came down and struck them and beat them down as far as Hormah. <coughs> Just mentioned what again? Hormah. So that's the reference in uh, Numbers. But in Joshua it's 7 and 5. For Hormah. Now let's go back to Joshua 12. And 12, 13, 14, 15. Let's okay, go. we should be 14. Well, let's go yeah. back to, yeah, let's go back okay. to 14. Mm -hmm. The king of Horma, one. The king of Arad, one. The king of Libna, one. Now, we don't, 
the kingdom Lebanon was not addressed in chapter 12, um, before chapter 12. It's actually Joshua 15 and 35 for your reference. Go ahead. The king of Adullam, one. That's in chapter 15 and 35 as well. One. The king of Mechida, one. Mm -hmm. The king of Bethel, one. Now, Mechida is 10 and 10. <laughs> I want to give y'all a note about something. 10 and 10. Just so y'all know, that the king of Gezer had been defeated in the siege of Lettakish. That's the one we just talked about in 1033. Does everybody listen to what I'm saying? But the city itself was not captured by Joshua. The king was captured, but the city wasn't captured. <coughs> you cut a couple of people's heads. <laughs> yeah, he did. Everybody get what I'm saying? So we just mentioned Lakesh, right? Lakesh. Le yeah. And if we go in here, let me move this down so y'all can see it. Lakesh is down here. We just mentioned Lakesh. Herbon, Medica, all those little places that we mentioned it are all down here. Oh, I see pink, yeah. And the pink on the bottom. Yeah, Herbon. Okay. Yeah. The king was defeated in the siege of Lettakish, but the city itself was not captured by Joshua. Nor was the city of Hebekek, Technoc, because we're going to talk about that in a minute, Medido, or Dor. And I'm going to give you where if we can find an answer to. Um, Stacey, can you go to Judges 1, verses one, uh, 27 through 36? One, verses 27. 36, please. Okay. Manasseh did not drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shean and its villages, or Tanakh and its villages, or the inhabitants of Dor and its villages, or the inhabitants of Ibling and its villages, or the inhabitants of Megiddo and its villages. <coughs> For the Canaanites persisted in dwelling in that land. So if y'all look at the label, I know my phone Bible, I don't know where my other Bible is, my husband moved it. It says places not conquered. This is in Judges. Mm -hmm. Jericho, I mean Jericho. Joshua, the book after it will be Judges, and it's saying that Joshua didn't conquer these lands. Y'all get it? Mm -hmm. All the way. Which means conquer means destroy them. So that means, with them being left intact, what do you think happened? That they enslaved them. They enslaved them, but what you think? What happened when you enslaved people? We talked about this last week. Yeah, they they started, you know, intermingling and Correct. There. Correct. You see the crop. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, people are reading. Um, um, statements. When Israel grew strong, they put the Canaanites to forced labor, but did not drive them out completely. And Ephraim did not drive out the Canaanites who lived in 
Gezer. So the Canaanites lived in Gezer among them. So stop for a minute. If y'all look at the map that I made bigger, it's the, it's not that's not pink. It's yellow. Gezer is over there near the uh, oh, the uh, ocean. Y'all see that? Yeah. So Philistines still own that. Y'all see it? Go ahead. Zebulun did not drive out the inhabitants of Ketron or the inhabitants of Naalah. So the Canaanites lived among them but became subject to forced labor. Asher, Asher did not drive out the inhabitants of Echo or the inhabitants of Sidon or of Alab or of Akzib or of Helbah or of Abhik, or of Graham. So the Asherites lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land, for they did not drive them out. Yeah. Naphtali did not drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh, or the inhabitants of Beth Anath, or so they lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants of the land. Nevertheless, the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh and Beth Anath became subject to forced labor for them. <laughs> the Amorites pressed the people of Dan back into the hill country, for they did not allow them to come down to the plain. The Amorites persisted in dwelling in Mount Harris, in Ajalon, and in Shaldim, but the hand of the house of Joseph rested heavily on them, and they became subject to forced labor. And the border of the Amorites ran from the ascent of Akrabim from Selah and upward. So y'all see up here, that's what they're talking about. Israel don't own any of that. <coughs> y'all see that? Okay, so let's go back to um, Joshua 12. And we left off with uh, Methodah. And you know king, what I'm saying. Verse 16. The mm -hmm. king of Mecca one, the king of Bethel one, the king of Tappah one. So Mecca is it's in chapter 10 and 10. That's where mm -hmm. they defeated them. Mm -hmm. Bethel 7 and 2. Um, Tappah is 15 and 34 of Joshua. Go ahead. The king of Hefer one. That's in 11 and 22, so we just did that. The king of Aphek, one. The king of Lasharon, one. And that's 13 and 4, and we just read that in Judges 1 and 31. The king of Madon, one. The king of Hazor, one. That's in 11 and 1. The king of Shimron, Shimron Miron, one. The king of Ashaphat. And all of that is 11 and 1. The king of Tanakh, 1. That's in 17 and 11 in Joshua. You haven't hit that, but they're mentioning all the kings that got defeated. Go ahead. The king of Megiddo, 1. You just read that in Judges. Remember, 1 and 27. The king of Kadesh, 1. And that's in 15 and 23. Um, let's go back to Judges, um, Stacy, um, four, uh, chapter four, verse sixty-nine. Chapter four, six through nine, and it reads: 
she sent and summoned Barak, the son of Abinoam, from Kadesh Naphtali, and said to him, Has not the Lord, the God of Israel, commanded you, Go, gather your men at Mount Tabor, taking 10,000 from the people of Naphtali and the people of Zebulun. And I will draw out Sisera, the general of Jabin's army, to meet you by the river Kishon with his chariots and his troops, and I will give him into your hands. Barak said to her, If you will go with me, I will go. But if you will not go with me, I will not go. And she said, I will surely go with you. Nevertheless, the road on which you are going will not lead you to glory, to your glory. For the Lord will sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Then Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. So there was that. That's, that's the reference to Kadesh. But she, we already know that. I just told you to note that that's not one of the ones that they're going to defeat because they're going to get it in the hands of a woman. Correct. Okay. Let's go back to Joshua. Twenty-two, second part. The king of Jokneam and Carmel, one. That's in chapter nineteen and eleven, and chapter fifteen and fifty-five. The king of Dor and the heights of Dor, one. The king of Goyim and Gilgal, one. Now Dor was eleven and two, so they conquered him eleven and two. Gilgal. That's in First Kings, also Joshua 15 and 33, and Joshua 14 and 17. Go ahead. The king of Tirzah won, and all 31 kings. So Joshua and the Israelites defeated 31 kings, and how many did Moses defeat? Two. Correct. How do we know that? Well, yeah, that, but what in the Bible? How do we know that? You said Moses only defeated two kings. Yeah, he only defeated two. So would that be? How do we? What if I asked for evidence of it? How do I know that Moses only defeated two two kings? Because you show us on the map. No, not only that. Joshua 12, 1 through 6, says how many did he defeat? Joshua 12. Now these are the kings of the land who the sons of Israel defeated and whose land they possessed beyond Jordan. Before Joshua. This is before Joshua. I mean, not before Joshua, but when Joshua wasn't in command. So this, when we read in Numbers, who was in charge? Moses. And so 12 verses 1 through 6 says this is what Israel defeated before Joshua started his, his defeat, right? Yeah. So that's oh Sihon King of the Amorites. And oh yeah. uh, sorry, I don't know why I won't keep saying that. So this is what the the land the promised land by Yahweh is in green and the land conquered by Joshua is in the orange. Okay. I'm showing y'all this is because this is the what's in orange is small, right? But the land that God promised is in green, and Joshua didn't conquer all that. It's left out, right? Mm -hmm. What well, we just read in chapter 12, it explained, and I just gave you in the note when we went to Judges, 
that a lot of the lands that they they were promised, they didn't get in Joshua. Mm. Trick question, trivia question. Have they have has Israel gotten all the land that God promised them? No. Did they get the land that all the land that God promised them in Ezekiel? No, I'm going to say no. It didn't? Didn't he have a prophecy? Didn't he have a prophecy? In the book Ezekiel. I'm not talking about during Ezekiel's time. But in the book of Ezekiel, did they not get all this? Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm not okay. asking, and I'm okay. not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to ask trick questions, but these books really do build on each other. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because Ezekiel's talking about so this, so Ezekiel's time is when they they and got in trouble and got fought, but this is Joshua's time when they actually got the land that got some of the land that got promised them. Right. right. And the map I'm showing y'all right now, even though it's small, you can still see that in the green. All of that stuff was the stuff that they haven't conquered yet. And we just talked about it. They didn't get Gaza. They didn't get Gath. They didn't get um, Gezer, Ekron, none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So they only got this small piece of land. Mm -hmm. When God promised them all the land. Mm -hmm. But what happens is that this, and it's not, it's not something that Joshua's fault. But that's what all he conquered during his time, Right. But when we read in, we read in Judges, some of the reasons why they didn't get all the land is because of what? Thank you. It's obedience. So all Joshua, what we're going to talk about in other chapters going forward, can do is split up what he got. Now, mind you, this is a lot of land, considering they started off with two pieces of land. And it was smaller than that. You see how... How he went up all the way to up here to Dan. I'll try to make it a little bit bigger. Yeah, see what I'm saying? He went all the way up here as far as he could get. All the way down here to Bathsheba. When they had the land before. This is how the land looked before. Right? Then this is how the land looked um, during Moses' times. I love maps, by the way. It really helps me out. See how much they conquered more. But they're still, the Amorites still got that land. Even during the time after Joshua did everything, right? So there still was work to do. Which means there's still work to do for the people of Israel because they this is all they got. It's, But they could have got more if had they been what? God still gonna keep his promise. Because Ezekiel said in his book that God's gonna keep the promise. But y'all see how much land still needs to be distributed. But you do see the problem with not now, Lachish was um conquered, but you do see the problem of not leaving all these other places vulnerable. Everybody see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Leaving the places. Like, so, Gibeon and Ekron and Gezer and Apet and Jezreel, and, um, not Jezreel, Jezreel's own. Um, all of them would, tactically, that would be smart for them to defeat all of those. 
but these little cities are still left. And so now they living amongst them, and what happens? What God said then didn't want to happen. It's amazing. Correct. And then, and so you got, and the killing part is, y'all don't, I need the men to look at this. What's the problem with what Israel owns? What's the problem? Let me get up. They don't have a port. Thank you. They what? Uh, they don't have a port because they don't have a coastland city. Because uh, this is dead. They got this little stuff. This is dead. But they got to depend on to get to get their supplies, get anything. They can't even and they can't They seas is easy. You can see how easy they. Can, Cause see they got the they got to see a Galilee, but that's a lot of land, right? Mm -hmm. They don't they people can it's easy for them to come down and get right. them. Then okay. it's easy. They they like England. Enclosed land. Yeah, I shouldn't say England. I forget which. It's like a a land into itself. So you see how defenses are. They got to depend on. Remember we put the book we were talking about in Ezekiel, how they had to depend on. Other people for trade. Yeah, and that's where they they miss out on, on Africa, <coughs> I guess. Uh, I don't want to say agriculture. It is agriculture, agricultural okay. trade. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. Along the coastline, they don't have it. They have to depend on that. Yeah. And you see how now this. I'm not being funny, but disobedience leaves you vulnerable to outside sources. Just looking at the map. So feed the data. Not compromise with them, they would have just defeated all that land because, for real, think about it, Dickie, it they they really vulnerable, they real vulnerable. So, the best choice when you're in a vulnerable situation is to be obedient. But you you just got off this high of being victorious. I'm not saying that they're gonna be disobedient at 13, but the pattern for Israel is what disobedience, victory, disobedience. The pattern for us is. Victory, disobedience. The difference is we got grace. But it really ain't no difference because they had grace. You get what I'm saying? They 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 had an opportunity. Because if you read, read listen to what Stacy read, they had opportunity to get out where they got out and they was on and she said they will not win. You so judges is basically telling y'all what happened. We'll talk about that. In weeks to come, but y'all see how this all connected. Mm -hmm. So somebody else would have went to chapter twelve and said, "Oh, these just the kingdoms they conquered." But when you look at the map, this is way more than just kingdom that they conquered. You can see the if you were a person in the military, you can see the vulnerabilities of the people of Israel. And especially compared to the what they were supposed to get. Correct. But, that, but they were still growing. They were still growing. And think about it. Joshua did a lot. Because yeah. Moses only got. They would have gotten more. If they had just trusted God. Mm -hmm. So then you know. She just read through the serpent. You read through the serpent. They had to go through the serpent. And get bit and get in trouble. <laughs> just so they can get the land. That they were supposed to get. You, you get what I'm saying. 
So, Jer think about it. Joshua did a lot. And this is not, remember we talked about this before. This wasn't just like one year. This was a long time, a seven-year span to get the land he got all on foot. Mm. Remember last week, what happened to the horses and the chariots? Correct. So this is all on foot with your own weapons, with swords and hands. There's no weapons of mass destruction. There's no, you know what I'm saying, extra stuff that is occurring when they're during Joshua time when they're conquering this land. And Moses time either. Everybody get what I'm saying? So then the, again, the lesson is like we had last week. You're gonna go through something. It might not go. It might not go as quick as you want to. But you gotta be obedient because look at how much land they should have. Yeah. You have not, not because you don't ask not, but most of the time because you ain't because <laughs> you ain't prepared because you didn't do right. Yeah, yeah, you obedient. Not. When we talk about. The land of milk and honey, we can have the land of milk and honey, but we wouldn't know what to do do with it if we had it. America is the land of milk, uh, milk and honey. Think about it. We have an abundance of things and we waste them. And we don't know what to do with them. We got enough resources that nobody should be hungry or homeless. We got abandoned buildings. <coughs> We got food we waste. We got people who have resources that cannot be can't use their resources. We actually have everything we need, but we for all for the love of money and all for wanting more, we lose out. Can't nobody say, "Oh, we hungry." I definitely can't say it. I'm okay with saying it. I ain't missed a meal in my life. get what I'm saying? So obedience is the key. Joshua, he got it together. Because you know we had some bumps in the road. Obedience is the key. So it's, it, yeah, that's a lot of kingdoms that have fallen. But look how much land is left. Does everybody understand why we did this exercise? Because we could have just skipped chapter 12. But it's important to see this. That's a lot of land. That's, that's, still, a that's a huge accomplishment. It like, is a huge accomplishment. You gotta fight. You ain't, you're not just going in there and just say, give it right. here. Even right. though it's, you, but you are fighting, you are, you know. And we talked about this before. Yeah. I can't I, I, I can't fault the people of, this, of the land that they conquer and they fought because you yeah. coming in here taking something that's ours, that I think is mine. Right. Right. So chapter 12 is small, but it's a lot in there. Because now we have learned something new about Moses. We learned that he conquered. We a lot of times we bypassed that. Uh, I said it right, right? Yeah. And still, God, and we do, we, we don't even think about that when we talk about Moses and who he defeated. Because I don't think we can spend enough time. We don't probably spend enough time on the maps and to see. But like, nobody. When you to, think about Moses, have you ever heard that Moses and the Israelites conquered these two cities? No, I don't think about anything about the cities because I don't know where they are. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I, it's like I hear. I was like, okay, so where is this? So I actually had to buy me a. a 
map book. Correct. So and we see. talk, but we talk more about yeah. the manna from the sky. Yeah. And the, the plagues during the Egypt. Mm -hmm. And we it's some other stuff that's in that in in numbers and other in Exodus yeah. that we need to know about. And that's how this can, makes the books connect. Okay, any questions, comments? I'm very sorry I was late. I'm really sorry. But any questions, comments? Does everybody get where we we at? Yeah. Well, now everybody see what we're not doing quizzes in Joshua. It's a little harder to do quizzes in Joshua than it was in Ezekiel. But I'm asking you stuff for review. So if I ask you what chapter in Jericho was defeated, we only did chapter 1 through 12. And we know chapters 1, 2, and 3, and 4, and 5 was really establishing who Joshua was. Yeah, that's what I was so 6, 7, 8, well 7, not so much. But those chapters afterwards is really when we get to fighting and we get on the journey. Okay? So next week is chapter 13. Everybody get me? We cannot forget what happened in Ezekiel. We can't we can't treat the Bible like they're isolated books. We gotta build on them. So we can't when we finish Joshua, you can't forget Joshua because the next book we go into builds on that. That makes the Bible smaller. Even though it's really big. Everybody get what I'm saying? It's funny that you see mm -hmm. it because that's the way I've been feeling too. But it's really smaller now. Think about it. Right, Would you ever relate Joshua to Ezekiel? Now you see the 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 you see the format. It makes sense. Okay? Because when we use them big names, you can't your mind get cluttered. Thank God for Google. Okay, any other questions? Um, Nancy, can you pray us out? I would like to pray for um, Janelle's family. I would like to pray for our church um, and um, those who, the, the twins that Pastor talked about last week and anybody else that's grieving um, and um, going through and for Sister, uh, what's her name? Mother Guy. Yeah, Mother Guy. Father God, we come before you this evening, Lord. Thank you for being God of our lives. Thank you for loving us so much that you sent your only son down the cross for our sins. Father God, we thank you. Lord, we come before you as you know the concerns that we have shared. Father God, praying for Janelle's family, Lord, and her friends, Lord. We're praying for Mother God, Father God. We're praying for the twins' family, Lord, as everyone is mourning the loss of the loved ones. Oh, God, we're praying for so many people. The babies got shot. Um, there's so much going on in the world. We're praying for our world leaders, Father God. Lord, our church family, Father God, lift each and every last one of us up. Keep us connected, Father God. Keep us near you, Father God. That we continue to stand on your word and trust you, Father God. Lord, keep us, um, just keep covering and protecting us, Father God. Thank you. Continue to lead and guide us, Father God, as we continue to walk according to your ways and your precepts and your promises, Father God. We thank you and we love you. Cover us as we leave this place, Father God, go to our destinations back home, Father God. Let us be 
safe nor hurt form of danger can be for us. Pray that we can continue working to do what's only for us. Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walk of Truth Radio Podcast, and I want to invite all those within the St. Louis metropolitan area and around the world to come worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m. at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ Building, located at 2301 Wallace Avenue, Overland, Missouri, 63114. We also have our Rescue Addiction Recovery Program on Mondays from 7 p.m. until 8 p.m. Our Bible studies are held every Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. You can also catch us, follow us, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Please come out and join us, follow us, follow our podcast, but most of all, get saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost and always remember, walk in truth. And if you'd like to contact me by email, you can do so by going to walkintruthministries at yahoo.com or w-i-t-m-i-n at yahoo.com. Thank you and bless you. And we look forward to worshiping and fellowshipping with you. Peace.